This is a homo's modern life production. Into every generation a slayer is born. You're being recorded. That's a good way to avoid legal snack. Mm-hmm. I tell you every time. Oh goodness. Here we are. New yeah, setup for me. I feel like I've been in a different place. Yeah, you're just changing a, it up every time. I have Is a that chair. A painting in the background. No, that's my that's my skulls. That uh, is from a local artist. I can't really point to it. There we go. Um, Bruce Lee Weber does amazing um, hobo art. Oh, okay. It's all hobo themed. So like drawing and painting on found objects with like old highlighters and Sharpies and like lots of words on them. So if you want some really weird art, look up Bruce Lee Weber. I also, I don't know if you know this artist. I've posted him on my story a few times, but Puppy Teeth. Do you know Puppy Teeth? No. Puppy Teeth Studio. He does a lot of work. He worked with Trixie Mattel a lot. They've collaborated because he's also a drag performer. I think you've sent me something of his. He has the weird, like, almost like hourglass shaped eyes in all the drawings. And they're always, like, long. But uh, he did, like, a thing where you could, like, purchase some, you know, sketches. So I spent, like, $75 on sketches with him. But, like... Original artwork, which is what I'm trying to build. You can't see this wall, but there's art all over this wall. Wow. Well, I speaking of skulls, mm-hmm. that was five minutes ago at this point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Tyler. And this is Slay Queen Slay. A Buffy the Vampire Slayer watch cast. That's a podcast where we watch things and cast about it. Yeah, and maybe you watch them too. Mm-hmm. We actually don't know, and we actually don't care. Yeah, I maybe mean, just whether you watch us. or not changes our podcast. None, none, really, not a bit. I mean, for all we know, you listen to this to go to sleep, just to like get visions of Buffy in her head with right. two screeching homosexuals. Well, one screeching homosexual yeah. and one average. <laughs> It's me. One average homosexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we're here today to recap season two, episode two, some assembly required. Otherwise known as the IKEA episode. <laughs> I actually yeah. think this was my favorite no, episode stop. in a long time. And no. I think the writing, <laughs> the storylines basic but the it's writing a... the the funny writers were back like there yeah, was so much quip. humor through this whole thing which i feel has been missing for a while um mm. also the biggest change and it could have been in the last episode and i just didn't notice it but i accidentally hit um like i used my alexa to play buffy and it played episode one and i like of the whole thing and i was like no 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 but like I heard the intro and then immediately went into this episode and noticed yeah. 
that the voice has changed yep. for the intro. It's now Giles, which makes actually so much more sense. So much sense. Yeah, they changed from the guy they used on season one to Giles for the into every generation a slayer is born. Yeah. She alone will fight against the vampires, the demons, and the forces of darkness. I don't I don't uh, think it was like that last episode, though. I feel like I would have noticed. No. It started off with the season one recap last episode. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time we've gotten to hear the Giles intro. That because, like, sense. why would they pay a whole other person <laughs> for all these episodes? Yeah, exactly. Like, no, we're already paying Giles. Yeah. Anthony Stewart head. So this episode in recap is if you've ever seen Weird Science, 80s movie, and Bride of Frankenstein and smashed them together, you have this episode, which Ikea has not mentioned once, which shame. I'm pretty sure it was around, but maybe only in Sweden. Yeah, I don't know if it hit America Mm-mm. mainstream at that point. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, like I said, I really liked, I just liked the humor of this episode. Like, straight out the gate, they are there with jokes, which I prefer because, like, at a certain point, you can only, like, you can either go two ways with this show. It can either be, like, brooding drama or comedy mm-hmm both mixed with violence and one is more fun than the other (laughs) yes well and uh, like you said they jump in straight off with the jokes and i like how the first scene really like highlights where are it's already like so (laughs) mundane the idea of fighting vampires she's playing with a fucking yo-yo on a gravestone (laughs) just waiting for the new vampire to wake up so she can kill him yeah and go do her trig homework Mm-hmm. And then Angel shows up and they get in this argument about, you know, he's jealous of Xander and that whole dance that she did last episode. Mm-hmm. Oof. That was the uh, that was the post I did on Instagram for it was that dance yes. sped up. Which um, Angel says it was more like mating. Mm-hmm. Because it was. Because it was. Uh she was not but under any the, spell for that. That was all no, her own volition. You would think, you would think like, she was under a spell. They had to address it. So they get in this fight, and then the vampire rises, and they slay him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, without missing a beat, Buffy's right back into the argument. <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing is, like, where she said, I didn't come here to fight. Vampire wakes up. Oh, wait, I did. Oh, wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And then, then she also is like, he Angel walks away after this argument. And she's like, you can't walk away from me like that. It takes more than that to get rid of me. And then she immediately falls, falls into, into open, open grave. grave. Um, and spends a long time in that casket, I would like to point well, out. If I fell into a grave, I don't care what my job is. I would... That's some bad juju. Especially don't considering it's been addressed in previous... In a previous episode, that uh, being buried alive is one of her greatest fears. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is the second time we've seen her (laughs) in a casket in the ground. Which, like, I guess when you're a vampire slayer, it's just, like, part of the job. So at some point, she's got to get over it. Right. Um, Then uh, we also walk into another 
a great moment of Buffy and Xander walking in on Giles practicing his pickup lines from his calendar. Um, and he like curses at himself and calls himself an idiot. And Buffy goes, being called an idiot kind of takes people out of the dating mood. And Xander goes, it kind of turns me on. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Being called an idiot. Um, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm smart, clever, independent woman. Yeah, but um, if somebody were to just, you know, jokingly call you an idiot. I'm like, oh, yeah, I am. Uh, fuck me. Um, but then also Buffy's suggestion oh, is. Oh, here, I have it clipped. Please. <laughs> please. Hey, hey, I got a thing. You maybe have a thing. Maybe we could have a thing. Thank you, Sarah. I'm not finished. Then you say, how do you feel about Mexican? Mexicans? Mexican. Food. <laughs> about Mexicans? Mexicans? Uh, I've also been watching Ozarks recently, and there's one character. Have you ever seen it? There's nope. one character in there called Darlene that always refers to the cartel as the Mexicans. So when she said that, all I saw was Darlene flash up on my screen. I don't know. <laughs> Sidetrack. Yeah. Um, but true. So all you need for a date is Mexican food, which like here in Dallas, I don't think people realize like how often that is everybody's first dates. My like yeah. go to first date spot is this is for the locals. Jalisco Norte over on Cedar Springs. Great yeah. atmosphere. Get the rosemary Mexican martini, settle in, and have a fun little date. Don't plan on bottoming later because it's Mexican, but, yeah. you know, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Yes, she's not wrong. Mm-hmm. I also uh, noticed Buffy is way blonder all of a sudden. She looks very, at least in this part, she looks very pale and blonde, like she just got her roots done or something. Because, like, it was like she was, like, and she was in this, like, almost, like, purpley white top situation. So, like, in this whole scene, she just looked like a ghost. <laughs> okay. Boo. Well. Boo. Uh, she informs Giles of the grave robbery happenings mm-hmm. around, you know, town. Uh, which his response to that <laughs> is, oh, interesting. <laughs> And she's like, I'm sure you meant to say gross. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yes, we must put a stop to it. Damn it. He, uh, he's way more um, desensitized to these things than the rest of this group, mm-hmm. I think. So he loves, when he, he loves the research. He loves to get into it. You mm-hmm. know, he needs. Yeah. Um, we've got a case of some body snatchers. Um, or zombies, they're not entirely sure. Um, But they find out that the open grave belonged to Meredith Todd, who is the same age as the teen who died in a car crash with two other girls. Yes. Dark moment in this episode. And quickly passed over. Is that Buffy is like, oh yeah, Meredith Todd. Xander, you remember Meredith Todd. Who died? And he's like, mm, doesn't ring a bell. 
because there's too many kids that have died in this town for it to really be a special event that everybody remembers. <laughs> like every week, every week. Like, where's the FBI at this point? <laughs> like, somewhere Training like invisible children to be assassins. I mean, well, that's the thing is the FBI are obviously watching this location, right? So, like, are they not seeing, like, a spike in, like, under 18-year-olds dying every week at a school? Like, is the PTO board not, like, shutting down activities? I mean, like, look at the lockdown we're under. And only, (laughs) you know, the death rate at Sunnydale is way higher statistically oh, no. it is <laughs> i don't know how they have students left oh we're only in season two yeah watch out uh, college buffy's gonna ruin it our next scene opens up on willow who's signing up for the science fair she is and... flirting with this nerd yeah well there was a moment before that where she gets her picture taken by who we will learn to be Eric. I actually didn't know his name, and I see this is what I wrote. <laughs> we see someone dressed like a tourist in Florida taking photos of Willow. Basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he dropped, there's like this little dropped line that I, I'm sure doesn't mean anything at this point in the show. Like, I don't think, because we all know Willow gonna be a lesbian. What? Right? You knew that. No. You've talked to me about this. I assumed. Yeah, you told me that you knew that was going to happen. I think I blacked it out because I don't know that was going to happen. Oh, well, spoiler. (laughs) Uh, You know, and this line isn't, I think, meant to mean anything at this point, but it's, it's just funny to me. What did she say? No, thank you. <laughs> look like, at those. He's like, ooh, look at those girl, look at that girl's legs. And well, I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, well. much. She was definitely, I don't think she's full lesbian because we've already seen her show her interest in a plethora of guys. So if anything, she's going to be like full on I bi. I mean, you ever had a crush before, you know, like when you were Is, young? You know, my concern is there was this girl in my high school um, who, when I I came out when I was 14, if you listen to other podcasts, you know this, but when I came out, shortly after, she came out as, she was also the, like, loneliest girl, no friends in school. She came out as a lesbian for the attention and, like, dated another girl. And the minute that she didn't get the attention she wanted, she stopped being a lesbian. And that's my concern with, like, Willow. Are you really... Going to like play this game, or are you just seeking attention from anyone that will give it to you? Mm, Wow. And it's not her fault. She never gets attention, but she's pretty. No, I mean, I I had a friend in high school who did that. Like, my friend and I both, like, we were kind of all three friends, and then me and my friend came out, and she was like, Oh, I'm bisexual. And we're like, Oh, really? Are you? Really? Are you queen? (laughs) Mm. Uh, Say something that only a bisexual would say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and then we would take her out to gay clubs and be like, ooh, go dance with that girl. She's like, no, ooh. Uh, um, hmm. 
So Eric is, there's also another little like, oh, Cordelia walks up because everyone is forced to participate in the science fair and she is doing God's work with her experiment, which is tomato, colon, fruit or a vegetable. Um, And she wanted something she could knock out on the weekend. But Eric thinks she's Eric thinks she's a hottie. Um, Mm -hmm. And the hot nerd, which I didn't catch his name, but I know his name's Chris Chris. from here on, is like, don't be an idiot. She's alive. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Because Eric's like, ooh, she would be perfect for us to use. For what? Like, Buffy out of context moment right there. Gross. Yeah. I mean, still gross, but like, grosser. I also love um, how Buffy um, covertly gets Willow to come to the library. She just walks up and she's like, hey, Willow, we need you in the library. Bat signal. Did she say that? <laughs> Did yeah. I miss that? <laughs> Bat signal. I feel like they all need, like, life alerts that just, like, pages. <laughs> I said this later on the episode, especially Cordelia at this point. She needs, like, My God. she just, like, they all need a life alert. Like, how so, many like, times when- has she been kidnapped now? Vampire action happens. They just hit the button and it's like pager goes off for Buffy and she like comes running. Mm-hmm. Honestly would solve a lot of their problems. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A quick Cordelia's text. been kidnapped three times now, right? Yeah. Invisible girl. Mm-hmm. Last episode, this episode. Mm-hmm. Girl. As Cordelia says at one point, why do bad things always happen to me? <laughs> Karma. Um, so, uh, Cordelia walks in on the quote undead play group needing her help, needing their help on the science experiment from Willow and Willow straight up helps her and just says, Willow, I need your help. It's a vegetable. Um, (laughs) and they couldn't care less about anything Cordelia is talking about, but is important to the storyline. Um, she was going to ask Chris, but she couldn't ask Chris because of the memories. She even does that. Um, Which, of Daryl. I had to, I had to rewind the scene and like rewatch that a few times. Cause I was like, wait, what is she talking about? Am I supposed to know? No. Um, she talks about Daryl and how he died and it was just so hard on her. Um, and they really could just not think, care less. No, they could not care less. Um, they're investigating these body snatchers. They Their findings lead it to be a body snatcher, not so much a zombie. Um, and it looks like they're going to go do some good old-fashioned grave digging on the other two girls in the car crash. You know, as you do on a Thursday night, just in yeah, case. I'm sure they're still there. I assume it's a Thursday night because the next day is the football game, Friday Right. And we know because Friday Night Lights is a show about high school football. Mm -hmm. High school football happens on Friday nights. Mm -hmm. I went to some games. I didn't know what was happening. I know more about football now than I did then. But yeah, I was there for, you know, social aspect and maybe a little touchy feely under the bleachers. Um, uh, uh, I lost my blaze. Um... Uh, Willow's, yeah, Willow's packing some shovels, some donuts, and she asked Cordelia, but Cordelia, if she knew they were digging up bodies sooner, she would have canceled her plans to go cheerleading. But, oh well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so 
they're digging and the girls are just sitting there eating donuts and talking about boys while <laughs> Giles and Xander are doing the work. Which is terrible because Buffy has Slayer strength. And yeah. I feel like she would be really helpful. She could have done that in three seconds. Buffy's an old-fashioned girl. Men dig up the courses. Women have the babies. That's a quote. Yep. Um, terrible. So then they start going back into this, like, Cordelia moment. Because they were like, oh, yeah, remember how Cordelia was, like, talking to us and we, like, didn't pay attention to her? Mm. What was she talking about? Oh, Daryl. He was a total studly. Um, and he was a running something, as Willow calls yeah. it. Running, mm, they do the running and the catching. The uh, running and the catching. Also, I you may know? have written this down wrong, but did they say he died in a rock climbing accident? Yes. Well, Willow's not exactly sure. She's like, I think he died in a rock climbing accident or something. Please over it. <laughs> and then they go to open the coffin, and they're looking in the coffin. And we cut to Cadelia. Cordelia. Cadelia. Cadelia. <laughs> I spelled her name 12 different ways in my notes today. Um, and obviously something's bad. Something something bad is going to happen. Um, yes. Based on the music, based on Cordelia leaving cheerleading and walking to her car. But I love the little intro line there, inter- introducing us to the scene. <laughs> Guys, we got to get this move right, or else nobody's going to be led by our cheers. She takes this cheerleading seriously. Even at risk of her life later on the episode, she's like, I need to be out there. So, I'm like, the apex. I'm the apex. It has nothing to do with her. She is there for the passion of the audience. Yeah. Mm. Um, we can't all exceed at everything, so you got to pick a lane. Um, so she's walking to her car. She drops her car keys as she frantically tries to open the door because she senses she, her little spidey senses are tingling um, and sees a pair of way too good looking shoes underneath the car. Um, so she those runs. Those are not grave robbing shoes. Those are not by grave the way. robbing shoes. Um, so she goes and hides in a dumpster, which, like, that's how you know she's scared because right. she's not getting in that dumpster, like, for anyone else. Um, and finds out that it's Angel. And she's like, oh, my God. Thank God it's just you, my vampire friend that I know. God. Yeah. Um, and then she tries to get out. And she's like, my skirt is stuck. And then pulls out a severed hand that was stuck to her fucking skirt. Oops. Oops. See, poops. See. Gross. Yeah. So... Grave robbers are taking bodies, but only parts of them. Uh-huh. And they put the other parts away <laughs> yeah. in a dumpster. Right at the school. At the school that they attend. Yeah. Like, what did we talk about the last time with the bones? When you get something like that, you start FedExing it all across the country. <laughs> get it in different places. You know? Yeah. Throw it in the water. Isn't there water here? Put I haven't it in a seen wood a lake. chipper. Put it in a wood chipper. Plant it in your garden. Yeah, just a little, just a little, like this. That just growing. A new human will like sprout. Like hand? Yeah. yeah. Pause up. Yeah. Ra ra ooh ra ra. Um. Anyways. Severed hand. So 
she goes to the library to talk to the the gang about it, mm-hmm. and she is clinging onto Angel's arm. This Which, whole scene. like, arguably not even a Cordelia trait. I think if I were at a dumpster with a bunch of severed body parts, I would be slightly traumatized and be clinging onto the person that was there to see me through. Also, probably the strongest person in the room. So, I get it. Right in front of Buffy. Seems a little Well, she wasn't in front of Buffy to begin with. They walked in on them. Yeah. She was there to talk to Buffy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Buffy's not helping her. She knows what she's doing. Um, So they fill Buffy in, and then Cordelia asks Angel to take her home. mm Mm-hmm. This is also where she says, why do terrible things always happen to me? Um, so they learned that they found the equivalent of three girls' parts, but they didn't find all of the parts. Yeah, so that means these people... girls. <laughs> yeah, that means these people are either eating them or storing them. Both are gross. Yep. But either way... Must be stopped. Um, they also... Is this also where they are like, it has to be a student and it has to be one of the science nerds? Because they're the only people that would know how to like dissect a right. body like yeah, that? Yeah, Angel said that the the cuts were very precise and so it has to be somebody that knows science. Mm-hmm. And Will is like, cool, I can put together a list of the six smartest people in school. Of course you can. So we can go um, search their lives. But yeah. And then we go to Chris's house. Where his mom is like chain smoking and watching old videos of Daryl playing football. Yeah. I said cut to some white trash mom watching old football tapes and smoking inside. Very grim. Uh, we learn very quickly at Daryl's mom. Um, and Chris is like, Mom, I'm heading out. And she don't she don't even move. She don't even react. She's just like she's just like this. <laughs> yes. Yep. Very good. You're welcome. Like the visual. Um, uh, yeah. The squad starts locker searching. Um and in Chris's locker, in Chris's locker, not Eric's yeah. locker. Chris's locker has a lot of anatomy textbooks and things in there, mm-hmm. as well as the article about the three cheerleaders that died. Uh, and then in Chris's locker is just a collage woman, like a a picture of a woman put together using pictures of. A bunch of different women. You mean in Eric's locker? Yeah, Eric's locker. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, so obviously these two are up to something. And most likely the thing that exactly what they think they're up to. Because of the overwhelming evidence that they've left in their school locker. Yeah. They're trying to build the perfect woman. With to sleep with. So they assume. Assumedly. Which is, um, I mean, that's the logical conclusion to jump to, I think. It's what I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is where I was like, 
this this is like Frankenstein meets Weird Science because in Weird Science it's these two horny teens that do all this like sciencey stuff to make the like perfect woman, but she's like a woman. Um, yeah. So I think it. I mean, I think it really is like you know that's the whole point of the episode is to kind of like take that concept but then turn it on its head like mm-hmm. you know always got to be a twist twist um so back to the squad they're uh discussing their findings um did we miss anything yeah no back to the squad uh, they're discussing the findings um and Xander actually has some really good words of wisdom. I don't know if you have this cut or clipped or not. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, people don't fall in love with what's right in front of them. The more unattainable, the more attractive. Which is true, because the minute Buffy was like, all right, Zanny Zan, let's do this thing. He was kind of mm-hmm. like immediately turned off by it. Yeah. And then, and even in that same episode, didn't he like threaten to kill her? Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I think this is really Xander just trying to say some things here. Um, But uh, they basically assume that they're like trying to find the perfect perfect person to fall in love with uh, or like do things with. Um, And then they run into Giles just to see sees Miss Calendar um, and try to like push him into the dating pool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffy's like, she's a techno pagan, right? Just ask her to bless your laptop or something. I mean, not bad advice. Good tip. Hot tip. Hot tip. Uh, uh, so yeah, Giles fumbles trying to ask her out and she's like, I gotta go. But mm-hmm. then she pops her head back out of the science lab and is like, but like, let's talk at the football game later. She is like so fun though, because he's like Miss Calendar. She's like, call me Jenny. Miss Calendar's my father. Um, yeah, <laughs> I loved that. She, uh, all of her lines are great. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up asking him out to get Mexican. See, she knows how to date. Basically, just proving that Buffy, even though she's single and alone and struggles to find personal relationships with all the boys that seem to be into her, gives really good dating advice. Yeah. Um, Buffy, Zan, and Willow are then researching how um, they could create a body, like how this could all happen. Um, and they and Xander's just sitting there. Actually, I shouldn't say Xander is uh, researching. Xander is sitting there making jokes about this head diagram um, the yeah, whole time, little... while Willow does all the work. Um, well, she's the science gal. You couldn't even say Xander's the muscle. He's just there. No, he's just there to joke. Mm-hmm. Moral support. Um, but they discover that they don't have the whole package because they found all three heads of the girl, so they're missing a head, and the head needs to be fresh to make everything click yeah. click together. It's some aldehyde. Zaps the neurotransmitters or something. Yep. Preserved heads. No good. No good. Farm fresh. Farm to table. Um, So then we... 
Then we click back over to the nerds who are having a little panic attack because if they don't attach a head soon, they're going to lose this entire body that they've been working on. We did um, skip a little, uh, like a tiny little scene that really nothing happened much in it. But like, Other than introduced us to them building. Right. And Eric was singing My Girl <laughs> to the body, which I found awful. dark. Um, uh, and they have pictures of Buffy, Willow, and Cordelia. Yeah, so one so of these, these are obviously their candidates for head mistress of the bride to be. Weirdest episode of The Bachelor I've ever seen. Um, so then they're sitting there and Eric is like, we need to kill someone to get ahead. I mean, it's like what if you, you know, take one life to around. create another one that wa- it's a wash is what a they wash. say. Yeah. Um, but then Chris turns to someone in the shadows and is like talking to them. And they're like, he's like, I can't do this. And then the person in the shadow is Daryl all scraped up. He's got stitches all in his face. He does not look good. He's got some kind of metal bar in his arm to keep his arm together. Um, And he's like, you promised you'd take care of me. He promised I wouldn't be alone. He's too afraid to go out because he's an ugly monster. Excuse yeah. me. Um, he was like, you're the smart yeah, brother. Is. He makes a cheesy football reference. Um, and they're like, okay, okay. Yeah. There's like a whole a whole cheer to like. Throw to five. <laughs> revolves around Daryl. <laughs> Weird. Um, uh, he's like, pick a head and he picks Cordelia's. So Eric cuts the head out of the picture and attaches it to this diagram of the body just to get like a visual, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, is it just going to be this tiny photo of a head with like the severed body? Where is this photo going? Um, And this is why I was like, so this is actually Bride of Frankenstein. So they've already created it. The monster doesn't Mm want to be alone. So I don't know if you know the concept of Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. If I should back up or even say what it is I mean, for the listeners. It's, it's pretty much the title. Yeah. But they met, but the thing is, he, he comes back and forces the doctor to make, so it's very much like it. He forces the doctor to make him a companion because he's yeah. lonely. And then when he makes a companion, the companion is not happy that she's back. And basically ends up destroying herself to like meltdown. So you can tell this isn't going to go well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gang decides they need to go. Well, they had decided, I guess, that they need to go to Chris and Eric's houses and uh, see what's up. So Buffy goes to Chris's house and uh, his mom answers the door. It's a. Uh, a weird interaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot. She's just kind of like, yo. And then she goes and sits back down to do some more chain smoking and watching football. She's like recapping the football to Buffy. And Buffy's like, I. 1995. I asked where Chris was. Huh? <laughs> do, uh, do, you, do you know? <laughs> Which poor woman doesn't even know what day it is. No, she's like, she is just... it a school day? And this is two years of her sitting in that room watching football tapes and chain smoking. Like, you think if they... This is my other issue with this. 
if this mom was so messed up and they brought back the son for so long, like, right. do you, why not just put them together? Right. Wait. Not like put the mom. Together how? Not like <laughs> sew them together, but just like. Well, that's not even what I was thinking. Ew. Like, why not like just, you know. Be like, yo, mom, here's right. your son. Here's Maybe, like, just why don't you take care of him? You can keep him locked up in the house, you know? Right. Whatever. Like she's, um, like, she's Patrick Bates, and Daryl would then, reanimated Daryl would be, like, the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like... Patrick Bates? I don't think his name is Patrick. Really? Yeah, you're right. It's not. <laughs> is Patrick Bates an American psycho, though? Maybe. His name is Norman Bates. You're right. Norman Bates. <laughs> I was like, yeah, wait, what? Patrick? Um, Bates. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, back to... Oh. Uh... Chris and Cordelia, no, Chris and Eric kidnap Cordelia um, as she's getting ready for the game with More a bat. a failed attempt, really. Really failed attempt. But Buffy comes into her rescue. And then Cordelia, she in this moment. kicks Eric in the face. Yeah, she kicks Eric in the face. He goes off spinning. Uh, Chris is like hiding from the shadows. And Cordelia's like, oh my God, it's the fight song. This is where she has to go because she's the apex and literally runs onto the football field after just being kidnapped. Yeah, she's strong. She's a Kelly Clarkson song. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Chris tries to explain what's happening to to Buffy. So she like gets the idea and she's like, yeah, bro, this is not good. Uh, oh, yeah. She says something about Eric that I yeah. clipped out. Not wrong. Industrial strength therapy. So Eric is definitely the mastermind behind all of this. He's the one with the God complex. Chris is just the smart scientist that got looped into this. Probably cares about his brother. Cares about his brother and his mom. He probably brought him back for his mom in the long run, but it's like, bitch, you he's too terrified, too terrifying (laughs) to show her. Um, So back in the lab, Daryl is having a total hissy fit total hissy fit uh, because things don't work out. And Erica's like, we can still do this. We don't need your brother. Like, two of us brought you back to life, bro. Let's go scare you up a date, man. I'm from Florida and I'm a tourist. Um, Eric's the worst. He should go to prison. Which, like, whatever, what happens to Eric in this? They just carry him out and, like, nothing's ever... Yeah, nothing's ever really resolved... The mom is still going to be this, like, shell of a woman. Uh-huh. He's definitely attempted murder. Yeah. And Cordelia was... Witnessed it. But okay. Um, Giles, uh, where are we? So, Buffy and Chris go back to the lab to stop Daryl, but they're already gone. Uh, stop Daryl and Eric, but they're already gone. Or go back to the, like, hiding place of Daryl, but they're already gone. So that means they've already caught in Cordelia. Um, and... Or, no, they haven't gotten Cordelia yet. 
no. <laughs> no, they go. Um, don't they just go out to the football field to like watch Cordelia and make sure she's safe? Oh, yeah. So they go out there to watch that and she's not there. But they Giles and we miss Giles and Calendar's date here. Yeah. Um, because Giles is literally carrying everything in his arms, um, which is so awkward. Um, even like these little football flags, which I didn't have these football flags in high school. I don't know what these are. Um, he's like, this is no rugby. And Miss Callender's like, is that how you treat me on my first date with you? Is dissing my pastime? And he's like, no, oh. the country's national pastime, which is okay. not football. It's baseball. It's true. Um, and then Willow and Xander come up and completely cock block Giles' date uh, by yeah. sitting with them. Um, we see Daryl under the bleachers, um, and he has a little moment where he's watching the football game and and he like starts crying, Aww. which like or zombie baby. I guess I've just never loved football that much, but like people are really passionate about it. Too bad there's no sports right now. Um. He sees Cordelia as she's walking back to the bleachers, which apparently they keep water under the bleachers for some reason away from everybody. Well, I think it's so like it's, next to the bleachers. I guess. But still. <laughs> and he grabs her just as the crowd screams so nobody hears it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So bye-bye, um, Cordy. Yep. Uh, that's when Buffy and Chris walk up to find Cordelia and they don't see Cordelia. Cut to Cordelia with a blindfold on on a yeah. table. She's like, take it off. I won't scream. So they take it off and she screams. Yeah. Bloody murder. Because there's a horror Frankenstein monster on top of her. Yeah. Which she eventually recognizes is Daryl. Mm-hmm. And he's I all guess... like, I'm sorry I ignored you and never loved you. Like, there's a whole story here between these yeah. two. Like, did they date or did she always try to date him and he said no? Or... yeah. Hmm. I think he was actually, yeah, he was out of her league, maybe, if you can imagine. Well, if this was two years ago, right, she would have been like a baby. Yeah, that's true. She's 16 and he's about to turn 19. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I was like, I feel like Cordelia needs like a, a panic alarm every time. Like, yeah, give this girl like, a pager. Um, so Buffy walks in right as they're about to cut her head off of with course, a knife. Like, with Eric, a, you think a, a knife is going to cut through her spine, like no. <laughs> her throat and her spine? Well, maybe they need the whole spine to go with it. You've seen those like, you know, the oh, spine. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to put the whole spine back in because that's what I connects st- I'm, I still believe that an unserrated knife is not going to be good enough to like, you know cut mm-hmm. up a person to be put back together. But he does throw the knife at Buffy and she catches it flawlessly. She's um, good at catching. Mm-hmm. Uh, not feelings. <laughs> um, <laughs> I catch knives, not feelings. <laughs> Daryl and Buffy fight. You see the gas. So I'm just going to recap this little fight scene. Daryl and Buffy fight. Gas tips over. Eric gets thrown into the barrel. Is he dead? I don't know. Um, fight, fight, fight. Flames knocked over into the gas. Ignite flames. Chris runs over to rescue Cordelia. Xander and Giles run in. Uh, Giles and Willow rescue Eric. 
I don't know what happens to Chris in this situation. I think I missed it, but all of a sudden Xander's now rescuing Cordelia. Can't get her out of the harnesses, so he just kind of like shopping cart skates her out through the flames. Um, The Headless Bride then gets shoved into the flames, and Daryl runs, which also this is a part of Bride of Frankenstein, because the Bride of Frankenstein burns in a... uh, I believe a windmill. I could be wrong, but I believe she runs crying, like screaming into a, um, a windmill. And that's where they die. Cause he follows her in. Um, and he's all burnt up now. He did. Uh, the police and fire department show up. Mm-hmm. Um, look at that. Responding to an emergency, responding to an emergency. No one seems to get arrested. Um, no explanation why these people were all in this abandoned science lab and it That's was lit on down. fire. No investigation of arson. Um, and uh, Miss Callender is there, uh, mm-hmm. and asks Giles out on a second date. Yeah. Um, and then Xander and Willow, uh, wallow in their singleness. Mm-hmm. They're like, everyone's paired up now. And then this little moment happens with Cordelia. Xander, I just wanted to thank you for saving my life. What you did in there was really brave and heroic, and I just wanted to tell you if there's anything I could ever anything do. Anything I could do. Talking here. And then he says, so he what were we talking flat. about? Oh, we were talking about always never getting a date. I'm like... You're like, yeah, how do we never get dates? I think Cordelia... I like... I'm very excited for season two Cordelia because like she's becoming such a major part of this, but like, Mm -hmm. isn't like she won't ever fully commit. And it's like, just commit girl. Like I kind of hoped, I kind of hoped that she got turned into a Frankenstein monster and had to live as the Frankenstein monster sidekick for the rest of the season. Oh my God. That would have been an interesting twist, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, but then Buffy and Angel are walking at the very end through the graveyard, as you do. Um, Angel finally admits his jealousy over Xander. Because um, he's like, you know what? He's human. He's your age. He can eat food. Um, he can see you in direct sunlight. Uh, he can laugh at your <laughs> jokes. Buffy says she doesn't look good in direct sunlight, though. Well, one thing he says is like he can like laugh at your jokes. And I'm like, bitch, you can do that. <laughs> you can laugh. No, I just think he means, like, you know, the jokes she makes throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, in the daytime when yeah. they're together. Um, and then she's like, mind if I walk you home? And they hold hands and they walk off right by oh. Daryl's grave. And yeah. boom, that was it. That was the episode. Yeah, we did it. We did it. I forgot to look up what the next episode is. So. Uh, well, while you're doing that... Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at homos modern life. Lots of gay memes. Yep. And you can follow me at Andy from boy story. Hey, follow this show on Instagram at HML slay queen. Uh Oh, my roommate's calling me from the other room. Yes. Oh, you're going to take that right now. Yes. We're doing a podcast. 
Oh, he's needs me this to open the literally ground. the most rude you've ever been. Give me a second. I'm on the show. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Say you're sorry. Okay, bye. This is so stupid. All right. Get back with us next week when we recap season two, episode three. I thought he was locked uh, out. Cool hard. Well, uh, you can wrap up the show in 30 seconds <laughs> and then call him back. Lord. Um, also follow our other shows, uh, HML Political Hookup on Instagram and our other, the main show, which is just my Instagram. Page. Almost Modern Life, the podcast. Yeah. Uh, cover your titties. Get some merch. At HML shop. Yep. Gmail? Homo's yeah. modern at gmail.com. Boop. We have that too. And tip your queens. You want to drop that yes. cash app handle, Andy, Dandy? It is dollar sign Homo's Modern Life on okay. Cash App. Send us a tip. We'll forever yeah. be grateful. It goes for a listener supported network. Listener supported. Namaste. I don't know. Great. Would you like to go let your roommate in now? That seemed really important to you earlier. So I'm just going to let you go. Okay. Bye. Bye. This has been a Homo's Modern Life production. 